classmate of Supreme Court nominee Brett Kavanaugh has said that he often saw Kavanaugh, quote, staggering from alcohol consumption. That's nothing. I saw him screaming and crying at a job interview while totally sober. Um, I just saw Mitch McConnell on the Senate floor saying, and there will uh, be more blah, blah, blah this week and blah, blah, blah. He said, but I tell you one thing that will happen. We are going to vote to confirm Brett Kavanaugh on Friday. There you go. In this room. So, yeah, that uh, that's what's going to happen. That's a good Mitch McConnell. You do that at parties? <laughs> oh, boy, people call for it. They love it. <laughs> um, uh, what was I going to say? I Jack, Jack, order a pizza, but do it as Mitch McConnell. <laughs> oh, remember when <laughs> remember Starbucks had the situation and uh, the beginning has been covered. But That's the, the coffee chain, right? The net result was homeless people get to use the bathroom whenever they want and nobody can kick them out. Well, Dunkin' Donuts has had an incident that's going to lead to that, too, where homeless people can just hang out in Dunkin' Donuts and how they want. Oh, boy. And uh, we can bring in that story a little bit later. Great. Super. It's not Dunkin' Donuts anymore, Jack. It's Dunkin'. By the way, four. You were wondering, Hanson? I was wondering, how many of those peanut butter bars do you have to eat before you feel sick? Four is the number. If you eat four, you will feel sick. You undisciplined hogs. <laughs> All right, so this is, trust me, this is worth doing. We started into this the other day and got distracted. Happens a lot. There are new laws signed by Governor Jerry Brown, state of California. Oh, man, there's one that's absolutely awful. Absolutely awful. It's going to turn a lot of dangerous people loose, but we'll get to that, you know, another time. It's serious stuff, but mention that surfing is now the official state sport. Fantastic. Super. We mentioned if you want to relocate a colony of bees, you need to notify the agricultural commissioner in the county where the bees are going within 72 hours rather than the previously stipulated five days. Because so many people were, you know, going four, four and a half days, really pushing their bee relocation notifications. And we can't have that anymore. There's more to it, but that's plenty. (laughs) Something dumb with optometrists. This is this is finally Burbank, Glendale and Los Angeles can now consider horse safety when doing traffic planning in certain areas. They weren't allowed to consider it before. Oh, no, no. Somebody goes to a Glendale City Council meeting and says, listen, that uh, area, a lot of people ride horses there. What? Shut up. Shut up. Get him out of here. Don't tease me, bro. They drag you out of the meeting (laughs) for even bringing up horse safety. (laughs) But that's been rectified now. Thank God. July 2018 was declared Parks Make Life Better Month. It was signed into law uh, after that month had already come and gone. (sighs) Starting next summer, the California Board of Podiatric Medicine, that's uh, your foot doctors, will become the Podiatric Medical Board of California. That's uh, Assembly Bill 2457. They changed the order of the words. I saw that you now have to be 21 to buy a shotgun in California, so 19-year-olds who want to hunt ducks can't go out and buy their own shotgun, and I I guess you feel like you've made us all safer by doing that? Because of all the youths who've legally bought shotguns and used them. Right. Um, Who couldn't get them through another means. There are quite a few changes, Jack, to the rules about electrically conductive balloons. Not hot air balloons, but electrically conductive balloons. AB 2450 changes some offenses related to manufacturing and distributing electrically conducive uh, conductive balloons from misdemeanors to civil offenses, but requires manufacturers to print their names on the outside of their balloons and warn customers about fire risks if the balloons hit power lines. 
you heard me right. If you manufacture uh, conductive balloons, you have to warn people buying them. This can burst into fire if you fly into power lines. Yeah. All right, then. Finally, some good news. Department we're, of Alcohol. Yes. We're having this conversation because we bought this uh, John Deere Gator thing that you drive around. It's like a little, it's like a, a heavy-duty golf cart. That's what they're like, a super heavy-duty golf cart. With the Do power. they call them quads, or is that something different? Not something different. These That's are, more most sporty. Most people call these side-by-sides. Okay. I'm, yeah. Anyway, um, uh, all the warnings on it, because we're letting Sam drive it around, and he is saying, it says I'm not supposed to do this, and I know all the warnings are on the thing, and trying to explain to him, Law versus warnings versus mom and dad's judgment that this is all a bunch of crap and Mm. (laughs) try to nail all that down. Because if you look at all the warning labels on something, you can't do anything. Oh, no, no. I was telling a story about my log splitter that I got. By the time I got done reading the manual, I was terrified of it. (laughs) I mean, I was seriously afraid to use it. Then I plugged the thing in and it moves at the, 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 the speed of molasses on a January morning. I mean, you... You would have to commit suicide intentionally to really hurt yourself. Um, now the Department of Alcoholic Beverages, Jack, uh, Beverage Control, can issue licenses for cemeteries to sell booze. Cemeteries can sell booze. Yes, but only if they're over 100 years old and designated monuments by the city of Los Angeles, among other criteria. So the bartender has to be 100 years old? No, you misunderstand. Oh. I think it's the cemetery. This is so. This is such a great example of how legislation works. Somebody bribed the legislature, and they passed a law that would carve out a booze exemption for one big, expensive L.A. cemetery. So they could sell, you know, people probably have wine or whatever at these uh, funerals. Yes. Yeah. Getting into one of Tim the Lawyer's favorite themes, government licenses to do things that have nothing to do with the government, there's a new maximum fee for applying to be a certified geologist in training. Wow. Yeah. Because the government's involved in that. I need a certificate to be a geologist in training. Look at them rocks. That one's pointy. That one's round. Extraordinary. I don't have a license. I just did that without a license. You, what? Again, arrest him. Arrest this man extraordinarily scenic rivers must be preserved in their free-flowing state. Extraordinarily scenic. Right. Who makes that determination? Fairly scenic rivers? Yeah, this is pretty scenic. What? F This is really scenic. Please. This one's kind of scenic. Dump mercury in this scenic. one and damn it up. <laughs> I've seen more scenic rivers and I, I can't finish my thought. <laughs> Student barbers can now do externships. Okay. What is it? Which is, what is an externship? Is that a job? I don't know. It's they can practice cutting hair. Because the government is, the government may be more obsessed with hair cutting than anything There's else. No, or at least in terms of its disproportionate interest. To my mind, you can't make an argument that makes sense on why the government should have any role whatsoever in hair cutting. At all. Wild pigs It already now. does. If somebody stabs you in the head with the scissors, that's an assault. <laughs> we already have laws for that. So you I, don't need any government laws about hair cutting. Jack, wild hogs are now considered exotic game, uh, for whatever that is worth. Unless it will cause pest problems, the Department of Transportation must give priority to California native plants when doing highway landscaping. Legislature weighing in on that. A section of Route 185 in San Leandro will no longer be part of the state highway system. I don't know what it did. (laughs) You're out. But it's been drummed out. 
got to think about what it's did. God, you you think about these all these narrow. Listen, Highway 185 in San Leandro. If you don't know know what you did, I'm not going to tell you. All these narrow, complicated, dumb, most of them, to my mind, laws. And we just keep adding them year after year after year after us as a society. Where do you end up? You end up with with a lot of people who are willing to uh, ignore the law. What's that, what's that saying that people say? That failure to enforce any law causes a lack of respect for all laws. Yeah. When you have too many laws, it really does um, lessen the power of each of them, even the important ones. Right. I'm way more likely to ignore laws now than I used to be when I was younger. Oh, yeah. Just because there's so many damn laws and a lot and of them are so dumb. They're so stupid. Yeah. Certain truckers carrying nutrients and byproducts from a licensed commercial feed manufacturer to customers in rural areas can work for six hours at a time before taking a meal break instead of five, Okay, which was the old law. That extra hour. You stand there overlooking an uh, an extraordinarily scenic river eating your sandwich with a bee colony that was moved four days ago. You're going to (laughs) make pushing it to the limit. While some barber doing his externship is standing behind you cutting your hair. Took out somebody's eye with their scissors. <laughs> Listen to this. You're going to think I make this one up. I probably should have made some up. It'd be funny, but it's unnecessary. 20% of driver's license tests administered must now include a question. This is a driver's license test now. Must include a question about the dangers of unsecured ladders, buckets, and other loose items. Hmm. Well, nah. There, you can't carry a ladder balanced on top of your pickup truck. That's probably a good idea, yeah. judging by the number of ladders in the roadway or mattresses. And I, I did that once. I'm so glad I didn't kill somebody. Yeah, uh, unsecured uh, mattress flew out of my uh, yeah on the interstate. Not good. Children can no longer be fined for fearing to fair. I'm sorry, failing to wear a bike helmet if their guardian delivers proof that they have a helmet and have completed a safety course within 120 days of the citation. And psychiatric hospitals and nursing facilities must now offer more plant-based meal options. There you go. All right. Your legislature at work. Cal Unicornia, attempting to craft a utopia no matter what it costs. Yeah, good stuff. Um, So 5G internet services coming to you, perhaps? Uh, I don't know what that is. It's got to be faster than 4G, I assume. Or is it slower? Nobody's. Just, I'm just assuming 5G is faster. Maybe it's actually slower. Hey, Jim. Notice you got some new hives there. <laughs> when did you move those hives in? I'm an undercover bee relocation cop. <laughs> working for the state. <laughs> oh, I think it was on Sunday. Sunday, Sunday, huh? you say. <laughs> uh, speaking to my straw hat, would you, did you say Sunday? Sacramento is one of the towns that's going to get 5G internet first, but they're trying and going to try it all over the country. I don't what even know is what it? I don't know. We have another thing. Oh, yeah. California is at war with Trump over net neutrality. Oh, yeah. Which I still don't understand. You're listening to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. The Armstrong and Getty Show. What is data dredging? 
Data dredging is why Marshall Phillips can come in here and give us conflicting coffee and wine studies week after week after week after week. Hmm. It is a huge problem in the world of science, particularly nutritional science, that the New York Times has been talking about for a long time, and I'd like to get into it coming up because it drives me crazy. I am intrigued. It's all crap. Almost everything you hear in the media from these studies is crap and has no business being on any TV or radio station ever. Wow. Wow. This is a stunning indictment of our own program. As I've been saying for a long time. Well, this is some serious journalism here. Brian Fung, Washington Post tech reporter, joins us to discuss a couple of stories, including uh, California's fight with the DOJ over net neutrality, but also the fact that Verizon customers in four cities, including Houston, Indianapolis, L.A., and Sacramento, are getting 5G internet service today. Brian Fung, how are you, Brian? Doing all right, thanks. How many G's is enough? So many G's. What is 5G? What does it matter? <laughs> it's got to be 20% faster than 4G, doesn't it? 25%? Yeah, that's um, more. Sort of the, uh, the promise here. Uh, you know, you have um, 5G essentially being the sub- successor to 4G LTE, um, and it's going to offer, you know, really fast download speeds both on your smartphone, um, but more broadly speaking, you know, experts say this technology is going to open up, um, you know, new applications, entirely new categories of technologies like self-driving cars, uh, remote medicine, and, and drones, and other uh, internet-connected um, appliances and smart, uh, you know, Internet of Things type devices. Just a quick technical question: What does the G refer to? Gonorrhea. Uh, the, the G refers I don't think it to does. generation. Um, oh, so, you know, you had, okay. You had oh, fourth, fourth generation. generation there you go. And now we're on the fifth generation of. of Sean mobile. shook his head at my yeah. gonorrhea comment. Well, it was inappropriate um, and not helpful. <laughs> why don't you Why don't you try again, Mister Armstrong, and what? try to do better? So, <laughs> so here's what I, I'm confused. Are we talking about like a hardwired internet hookup or through the air stuff, like where my phone says 4G? Because now the faster version is LTE. Is 5G something different than that? Yeah. So, um, you know, that's a great question. And what we're talking wow. about here is both. Um, uh, 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 you know, data that's going to your your smartphone over a mobile data connection, kind of like the way you get LTE now. Um, but uh, before we get there, you know, companies like Verizon are testing out a version of 5G that is designed to replace your home internet connection. Oh, okay. Um, and uh, that's that's what the company switched on yesterday. Wow. Oh, that's, da- download speeds of about 300 megabits per second? Well, that just reminds me. I've got now my internet at my house. I've got two situations hooked up. Like when I turn on my phone in my house, I've got a 2G hookup and a 5G hookup. The 5G is a little spottier, but it's way faster. So that's what we're talking about? Uh, So technically what you're referring to is uh, different flavor of Wi-Fi, which is not actually the kind of connectivity we're talking talking about. talking about my uh, With okay. a cellular service. Gotcha. Why don't you go back to sexually transmitted diseases? Well, they got to quit calling everything the same thing. Yeah, so that, would, that would help. <laughs> okay, so it's a, a limited rollout just by Horizon. Those of us who are sitting here with other companies on our phones like suckers, uh, any chance of that coming along? Yeah, so we're actually kind of in the middle of a big race here uh, where you have Verizon and AT&T and, uh, to to a lesser extent, T-Mobile and Sprint all basically trying to field their own 5G networks uh, in the next... Yeah, I'm not some sort of Android weirdo. I have an iPhone, so I need AT&T to get uh, get on board with it. We're still way behind a lot of other countries, though, aren't we, in terms of speed? 
well, you know, when you talk about uh, uh, this issue with policymakers, um, you know, there's often a, a, an emphasis on um, trying to lead the world in 5G. Right now, 5G, um, you know, even though there's a lot of hype around it, it's still not really a thing in part because, uh, you know, the carriers haven't um, pushed it out yet, in part because some of the standards are still being finalized. And so this is a very new phenomenon globally. And uh, China is uh, working very hard to uh, become a leader in 5G. And so you're hearing a lot of rhetoric from policymakers here in Washington that, you know, we can't let China uh, take the lead on on this, that the United States should be um, the early leader as we were on uh, 4G and, and LTE. Brian Fung covers technology for the Washington Post. He's online right now. So uh, give us uh, an idea of what's happening with California, their battle with the DOJ over net neutrality. Sure. So on Sunday night, uh, Governor Jerry Brown signed uh, the toughest state net neutrality law um, that uh, you know has ever been written in the United States. Um, it was designed to replace uh, and supersede the uh, FCC's own net neutrality regulations, which the FCC voted to roll back uh, last year and officially did that, uh, got that on the books this year. Um, and uh, the Justice Department, within about an hour of the bills being signed, um, uh, filed a lawsuit to try and block California from actually moving forward with its legislation. Does Jerry Brown understand the Internet is... It, like, does there's no checkpoints at the state lines? Well, uh, that's a great question. I have not spoken to the governor myself, so I couldn't speak to uh, to his understanding of uh, internet technology. But the argument here, um, you know, is that uh, the that California, in trying to set up um, a you know, state-level version of the net neutrality rules um, is uh, is violating the Constitution because uh, the federal government typically takes right. precedence um, in these sorts of issues. For pretty good reasons, uh, just because it would be chaos for companies if they had 50 different sets of regulations. Uh, okay, this will probably drag on for many weeks and months, right, this battle? Absolutely. And, you know, this is also happening just as we're, uh, you know, we've got at least two or three other uh, lawsuits going on net neutrality at the same time. And these are all kind of interrelated. So it'll be really interesting to see how, um, you know, all of this litigation plays out. Brian Fung of The Washington Post. Hey, Brian, thanks a million. Well done. My pleasure. Good to talk to you. This reminds me a lot of Ben Sass's screed uh, before the Judiciary Committee talking about the courts have to do all this now because Congress passes these incredibly vague laws, empowers agencies to do what's necessary. Now we're done. And then it all gets fought out in the courts because the legislature won't do its job. And it tries to do way too much. So Jerry Brown thinks he can treat the Internet the way they treat bananas up in Truckee. You got any illegal Netflix downloads you bring it into the state? Nope. Just coming back from a weekend. <laughs> All right. What's coming up in your news, Marshall? Well, the FBI being pushed by Senator Susan Collins to interview another person in the Kavanaugh investigation. Trump, California governor candidate Gavin Newsom getting into it once again. Might be a preview. Might be a preview. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show. Controversial stories of the last couple of weeks that the Russians were definitely involved in trying to divide us. Mm. 
which is not surprising. Have that coming up. Right now, the news with Marshall Phillips. Well, counting down, Mark Judge's FBI interview is over. Judge, that was Brett Kavanaugh's high school friend, questioned by the FBI about a sexual assault allegation against Kavanaugh. The completion of the judge interview could signal the FBI is on pace to meet its Friday deadline. At that Senate hearing last week, you'll remember that uh, Christine Blasey Ford said Judge was in the room when Kavanaugh assaulted her 30 years ago at a high school party. He's going to say, I don't remember. That that interview could have lasted like minutes. I have no memory or knowledge of anything like that happening. It reportedly went two days, two sessions. Really? Yeah, that's that's one of the reports that came out. Of course, out. that could be crap. Yeah, so. it could. And now, Senator Susan Collins wants the FBI to investigate the allegations brought by Julie Svetnick as part of the agency's probe of Kavanaugh to help evaluate the claims that have been brought to the Judiciary Committee. The woman exposed as a joke on NBC last night? Yes. Okay. So Susan Collins is pushing hard for the FBI to interview her. I thought, Who was that that interviewed her last night on NBC, Sean? I thought she did a pretty good job, because trying to nail down that timeline was clearly to out the uh, the young woman as right. a, is a bit of a fraud. Right. Or confused at the very least. <laughs> well, I'd say she's confused. Talking about I, you know, I came out because I heard about the Christine Blasey Ford story. Right. But she'd come out before that was in the news. So, right. anyway. I believe the reporter's last name was Snow, but I hadn't seen her before. Let me, I'll, I'll I just want to right. give her credit because I thought she, uh, she, she made it clear what's going on yeah. there. So, what's her name? Susan Collins from Maine wants uh, that gal interviewed as well. Smetnik, well, yes. it could be she just wants all the boxes checked. Sure. Yeah. And why not? Yeah, Send I a couple you. FBI guys over there, do an interview similar to the one on NBC, mm-hmm. in which the FBI agents roll their eyes at each other and walk out of the room. That's fine. Meanwhile, President Trump was stumping in Tennessee last night, campaigning for a Republican Senate candidate, talking about his Supreme Court nominee, and once again going after Democrats and California Lieutenant Governor Gavin Newsom. Look at what's going on in California. You have a man running for governor in California that says, we don't want any borders. We don't want ICE. We do want sanctuary cities. And they're going to take care of health care, they're going to take care of education. They're going to take care of everything for people that just flow in. You're going to have a billion people living in California. It's going to be a mess. Huh. Gavin Newsom. Those particular issues that he mentioned there, yeah. he is going to win on with national. Uh, th- those easy, easy oh, yeah. wins. Yep. Um, <laughs> I don't know where Gavin is. Gavin uh, an abolish ice guy. I don't. I don't know if I specifically remember him saying that, but yeah. I know he's pretty weak on the borders. So. Gavin Newsom tweeting back at the well, he's president. Strong on pandering is uh, what he believes about any issue is impossible to know. Yeah, Gavin tweeting back. Uh, Hi again at real Donald Trump. Heard you called me out at your rally tonight again. Might I suggest you focus your limited attention span on, say, your Supreme Court nominee who may have committed perjury or the hundreds of kids still separated from their families? Thanks, Gavin. I think Gavin would be pretty good. Uh, who were we talking to uh, yesterday about whoever? Oh, that was... Um, it was the Bannon clip, Steve yeah. Bannon saying he thinks it needs to be somebody really media savvy. I think Gavin's pretty media savvy. A car transportation service founded by three busy working mothers that's now been dubbed Uber for kids takes children where they need to go without needing an adult to be with them. Uber and Lyft... Strangers driving your kids around. Where can you go wrong? Uber and Lyft will not transport children under age 18 without an adult. But Hop, Skip, Drive 
was created specifically to provide rides for children ages six and up. Hi, are you Al? Yeah, I'm Al. Have your kid get in the back seat. I was... Buckle up and shut up, kid. <laughs> I was joking, by the way, about the having strangers drive your kids around. We've hired numerous babysitters that drive our kids places, and all parents do it all across the country. It's It can be done. Drivers for the company have to be at least 23 years old, have a clean background check, have at least five years of child care experience, and must be willing to be fingerprinted. Additionally, Hop, Skip, Drive sends parents text updates throughout their children's rides, as well as a picture of the driver and their profile before their children are picked up. Well, I'm glad we don't do that with every babysitter we've ever had. You have to send us pictures during the ride. So well, you don't know these people, though. They no, 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 no. Yeah, right. no, yeah, yeah. Oh, I understand that. So but far, the, uh, the, the, how are they going to do that? You're going to have a camera in there? Or? It'll probably just be text alert updates yeah. of mm-hmm. right. we are 40% I suppose it through could. the trip. Internet yeah. gets fast enough and good yeah. enough, you could have a live shot on your phone. Maybe that'd be That's the That's a weird way to live. Man. It is a weird way to live. <laughs> Hiring a stranger to drive your kid around and watching it all on yeah, video. It is a very strange way to live. Hop, skip, drives only available so far in San Francisco and LA, uh, LA and Orange County. They are hoping to expand nationally. And it turns out, once again, another study, people who are happily married live a lot longer. New study shows people who rated their marriages as very happy or pretty happy have a 20% lower chance of dying early compared to people who say their marriages are not too happy. How about the happily single? How long do they live? <laughs> I, you're probably, you're probably not... ticking. You're, yeah, you're probably not going to live as long as people in a happy marriage. The reason is, this, uh, by the way, came out of the University of Colorado. The reason is, the researchers say, a good marriage improves your health because spouses encourage each other to eat healthy, exercise, and get regular medical checkups. And a good marriage also provides meaningful roles and identity, purpose in life, and a sense of security. How about exactly? Te- how about teasing out the unbelievable lifestyle difference of these various groups of people? Well, that's what we're talking about. If you are in a happy, uh, happy marriage, you are obviously, or you should be able to live a lot healthier life. Yeah, but all the I mean, there's there's just there's innumerable different things you do in your life. I mean, you couldn't list them in a day. The different ways you live your life, married versus non-married. Eating habits, sleeping habits, vacation habits, just any, almost every single thing you do all day long would be different. So, yeah, I'm not denying the conclusion. It's just, I don't know how you'd nail it down to one particular thing. Is that another one of the research studies we should toss out? No, (laughs) no. No, I mean, it just makes sense to me. I mean, if you're both encouraging each other to live in a healthy fashion, you are going to, your chances of living longer are going to be better. Absolutely. That's your news. I'm Marshall Phillips here. I'm Strong and Getty Show, the conscience of the nation. Here's a healthy bird. <laughs> oh, squawky. My wife Crying out for freedom. My wife is chained. Here, would yes. she have encouraged me to eat four pumpkin uh, peanut butter bars? Mm. Uh, Probably uh, not. No. I'm guessing no. Yeah. Did I need that? No. Did I enjoy them? Yes. Well, I enjoyed three and a half of them. That fourth one, I, the last half of that fourth one, I did not enjoy. <laughs> Jack, clapping has been banned at the University of Manchester Students' Union events to avoid triggering anxiety and improve accessibility. Students are instead encouraged to use jazz hands to express their support. No more clapping. It's too triggering. Jazz hands? Yes. Hmm. Shaking your hands. Because clapping is too scary. <laughs> Please clap. Got a couple of... <laughs> Got a couple of things the Russians got involved in in recent weeks you might not have noticed. Stay tuned to the Armstrong and Getty Show.
Armstrong and Getty. The conscience of the nation. I'm not a drinker. I can honestly say I never had a beer in my life, okay? Right. It's one of my only good traits. I don't drink. Whenever they're looking for something good, I say, I never had a glass of alcohol. I've never had alcohol. I've just, you know, for whatever reason. Can you imagine if I had what a mess I'd be? That's, what an interesting thing for for someone to say. Yeah. He's an interesting dude. I'd say. So his brother drank himself to death. His brother was a fair amount older, mm-hmm. which I believe had to have some influence on the fact that he didn't drink. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, and still doesn't. Um, Does uh, Ivanka down one now and again? How about Don Jr.? Or Don't Eric? <laughs> Why does everybody Eric's probably Eric? Kavanaugh-esque. What the uh, hell does that a, mean? Which will become a term from here on out for Listen people to you. who just really party hard. What are you, Dick Blumenthal? People that party with just no no uh, concern about health or safety of themselves or others. That's Kavanaugh drinking. Oh, boy. That's what right. we'll call it from here on All out. All right. Me and my boys are going to go get Kavanaugh this exactly. weekend. Exactly. Oh, You'll hear that listen to you. around college campuses across America. Man's a real... It's, 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 it's character assassination. I won't have it. Oh, that story about hiring people to drive your kids around. We... Just such a drag. So my my youngest, so we have somebody that drives my oldest third grader to school every day because his brother can't leave the house and can't be left with anybody other than mom or dad and barely can be left with mom and dad. Mm. Just what a drag. What a drag for him. Hoping to get an appointment at Stanford soon. Still working on that. Got the hardest part, the referral and all passed through that. Now it's booking the appointment which I don't have any idea if they're going to say, we'll see you next week or we'll see you in March. I don't really have any idea. Right. Because it's, you know, one of the top research places in the world. For all I know, they're going to say, we'll see you this summer. So as soon as we get, I don't know. Did you mention to them that we're practically full professors at Stanford? (laughs) I've actually received a check from your your university. That's right, for my uh, services, intellectual services. Keep that in mind when you're making an appointment. You're not just talking to any rube here. Um, Talking to a very particular room. Exactly. So the Russians get involved in everything. Uh, For instance, they were heavily involved in the supposed Nike boycott a couple of weeks ago on both the pro and anti side of uh, Nike and Colin Kaepernick. Ah, yes. Not surprising. That's key to remember with these things. They don't take one side of an issue. They (coughs) They actively argue against themselves and then make that seem like there's more people having this argument. And, when, and then everybody's whipped up and angry, and yep. you should be too. Yeah. And then they've picked up on the fact that, so then half the country says, see how awful the other side is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> when it, you know, everything right. you particularly have seen may have been Russian trolls. And on stupid stuff, like when The Last Jedi came out uh, last winter, that movie. A study says that about half of the last Jedi haters online were actually Russian trolls. Wow! Why do they get involved in movie reviews? Just to because representation in movie is something that will ignite internet conversations, YouTube things like it is. You know, um, 
so these wedge. This is it's not a political wedge issue. This is a cultural web wedge issue. So they're just trying to make us angry at each other. Yes, over anything. You like cooked carrots. I like raw carrots. Kind of a hole are you? That's really interesting. So now, when I'm looking at a review of a new vacuum cleaner, some right. of the negative comments might be. I bought it, and it couldn't pick up dog hair at all. Might be a Russian troll. Right. Wow. You like soup. I like bisque. I hate you. Movie reviews? That's crazy. Oh, speaking of entertainers, did you hear about Alex uh, Trebek hosting the uh, the gubernatorial debate in Pennsylvania? No, he did? Yeah, they hired him to do that, and evidently it was terrible. He went off on long riffs. About the Catholic Church and drive. It was only a 45 minute gubernatorial debate. And he would go off on long stories about once driving from Pennsylvania to Delaware, I think it was. He did a couple of minutes on the Catholic Church and his experiences as a Catholic schoolboy. I got a clip. Okay. Yeah. This year, shortly after the Super Bowl, uh, you got a pretty positive reaction from the audience when you uttered the words, Fly, Eagles, fly. And that started me thinking. So please, sir, tell me the name of the starting defensive lineman for the Eagles who has won two consecutive Super Bowls, each one with a different team. And I guess you're going to want me to put that in the form of a question. Right now, right now, there are people in this room who are sitting there saying, what on earth is going on here? You and Mr. Wagner have come here tonight to talk about politics and policies, and here comes Trebek straight out of left field with a question about football. That was unfair. That's yeah. a son of a yeah. bitch. I guess they say he, he took all the air out of the room. I mean, he just talked and talked and talked. Was he trying to be clever, or? I don't know. To the frustration of people who tuned in to watch the candidates duke it out, his frequent soliloquies and long-winded questions took up a significant chunk of the 45-minute debate. He began another question by describing a drive he took from Lansdale, Pennsylvania to Wilmington, Delaware, or Delaware several years ago. You can't bring a Canadian to uh, do a... Anything. 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 Yeah, really, yeah. Yeah, never <laughs> turn <laughs> your back on a Canuck. <laughs> I say final. You say thoughts. Final. Final. Thoughts. Final. Here's your host, ladies and germs, Joe Getty. Hey, let's get a final thought from everybody to wrap up the show. Wouldn't that be nice? Marshall Phillips, what's your final thought? Well, everybody's a troll, so I guess I shouldn't really believe the internet offers from young ladies I've received since my recent breakup. (laughs) I'll proceed with caution. I say go ahead and get catfished. It'd be fun for a while, wouldn't it? Yeah, it might be. Yeah, a couple weeks of fantasy. Living the dream, literally. Because you're dreaming. Michael, what's your final thought? If you're alone in an elevator with a millennial, try to talk to them. If they don't respond, stop the elevator and demand that they do. <laughs> Teach these young kids some social skills. <laughs> you realize millennials are like up to 39 years old, right? Positive Sean, what's your final thought? Yeah, if the, the four hours of the Armstrong Getty show are not enough of my witty reports and, and quips, follow me on Twitter, at Positive Sean. I don't have anything else. That's uh, good. Just I a like little shameless self-promotion. Yeah, that's fine. Hey, uh, Jack, you had a final thought? So why can you get back-to-back studies about chocolate or red wine or whatever that seem to be contradictory? Well, we now know, and uh, we're going to talk about it tomorrow on the show, almost all these health nutrition studies you hear are complete crap. 
And the New York Times has done a good job of looking into why. Mm. My final thought is Alex Trebek prefaced one question by informing viewers that California has 40 state senators and 80 state assembly members, adding up to one legislator for every 325,000 systems. A piece of trivia not particularly germane to the Pennsylvania governor's race. Whose idea was that? Did they think they'd get more people to tune in with a celebrity? or Did Pat yes. Sajak cancel at the last minute? <laughs> yeah, All right. right. Yeah. Uh, Armstrong and Getty wrapping up another grueling four-hour workday. So many people who thanks a little time, go to armstrongandgetty.com. You can email us, mailbag at armstrongandgetty.com. If there's something we ought to be talking about that you see, y'all are great at that. So, yeah, send it along. Yeah, we appreciate any help that we can get, as you can tell. We need it. We'll see you tomorrow. God bless America. This is a historic act uh, of uh, devastating incompetence. I will not sugarcoat this. This is a disappointing day for us. Big mistake, but not too bad. The fun level in this room is at an 11 right now, and that brought it down. The ride is over. The time for the clowns and the acrobats and the dancing bears has passed. Get away from here. Get. Get. Yeah, we apologize for our stupidity. And we really hope you forgive us for what we've done. Thank you, and good night. Then the show's over. What? Bye-bye. Good morning, Jake. Good morning, Joe. I'm fine. Armstrong and Getty, the voice of the West.